0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope that wherever or whenever you are, everything is going smoothly and according to the plan of your higher self. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what happened. I had this morning seen... Um, well, I had seen this... Uh, list from somebody whose name I'm not going to name now but he had a comprehensive list of ascension symptoms going on and it was from his higher self that he decided to tell everybody about and it was a remarkable list and I thought yeah I actually relate to like I don't know 8 out of the 12 or 5 out of the 9 I don't know can't even remember how many it was now but I just spent an hour looking for this I had it all queued up and when I went to click YouTube, the, pl- the page went blank and it's gone. I went to his page and I guess postings that people post aren't on the page somehow. And it's just videos. And I w- scrolled up and down. Uh, I mean, all my subscriptions, on my homepage, nothing, it's just gone. And I literally had said, I'm going to mention you, your channel, and this list on the air tonight on my show. And now I'm like, I don't know. Did I hop a timeline? Did I uh, dream it that he was so comprehensive and he's not? Did he, in a fit of petty jealousness, it doesn't seem to be like him at all, but was he petty? Did he just delete the list? really quick before I could get to it or uh, or did youtube take it down I mean it's i don't know did did youtube screw with everybody and take it down I mean anyway it was weird why how where did it go anyway something other th- really strange happened to me very early this morning I woke up I don't know maybe around 9 9:30 which is very unlike me. I just had to run to the bathroom. (laughs) And I had too much jasmine tea last night. (laughs) I uh, sat up really fast. And there was a being in my room. And he said he was Arcturian. And he was just checking in on me. And I, like, started to kind (gasps) of breathe in a little deeper, you know? Like, I don't know what happened. If I had a dream, I don't know what happened. And the Arcturian touched my forehead, and it felt like somebody was in the room with me touching my forehead. He touched my um, uh, left temple. And he said, are you Okay. I mean, not out loud. I heard it in my mind, you know, telepathy. And he said, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just woke up really suddenly, and I sat up really fast in bed, and I went to the side of my bed, like, really, like, in one swift motion. And I guess he had been in the room, and it startled him. And so he touched me, and I actually felt the touch. And he said he was worried about me because... I I guess people don't normally do that or something. (laughs) It's like when I move fast, I move like super fast sometimes, and it freaked him out, I guess. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I did that, and I don't know why he was in my room, but I kind of felt like he was like a grandparent. This is the energy I got. It's like my grandma or grandpa was in the room, to come and check on me as if I had been sick and had a fever. You know how, um, I don't know if this ever happened to you or if you've seen this in movies where, you know, the concerned older folk are gathering around the bed of the child and putting a hand on their forehead. It was that kind of an energy. Like he'd been super concerned about me. He'd been very uh, worried and concerned but also very familiar, like he knew me very well. And I think I might be from Arcturus or that I actually had a life there. I know that my soul, I am a mystical traveler, which there's a whole book that um, Sylvia Brown wrote about this where a long time ago you decided to tell God, just send me where I'm needed and I'll just... Help out where I'm needed, and you go from planet to planet basically. And you have like one major home planet, like for me, mine I think is Earth. And but I've lived in the Orion galaxy and um, with Arcturians or Arcturians. And I don't know, I mean, I've been contacted, I think, by the Syrians, definitely the Lyrans, different beings throughout the Orions and, and also the Andromedans. So my, like, do they know me? (laughs) I don't know, but it was very strange. I don't even know why I got up like I did. Normally I'm not as like quick to run to the, like get to the side of the bed really quick like that. I had to like sit up immediately, put my feet on the floor and just, and I was like breathing kind of heavy. I don't know what happened. If I had a dream or an insight or I got freaked out or I felt him in the room, you know, was it PTSD? I don't even know. I don't even know. If it was PTSD, I don't know. But here, this being was in my room. He was very tall and very blue, dark, dark blue. Um, and he touched my forehead and he like physically touched me, but I could see no one. But I knew he was there. So strange when this stuff happens, you know. I have been noticing a dark cobalt blue energy in the sky. And all the clouds, the, the clouds are supposed to be normally gray, are still very, very dark cobalt blue. When you really look at it and you take deep breath and you connect to your heart and your higher vision, you'll start to notice it too. Things that were normally just a gray are now like a cobalt blue. And I thought that was interesting. And I, I was going through some videos since yesterday, and a couple people mentioned the cobalt blue energy is hitting the planet. Uh, somebody mentioned it was going to be in um, people's psyche to pay attention to cobalt blue. And on this one lady was doing a channeling. I think she might have been channeling the Arcturians, actually. And she said that people are going to start wearing cobalt blue in their clothing. And then when you go out, if you notice it, you're going to start seeing it everywhere. And I'm thinking, you mean like blue jeans? Because that's like pretty common. (laughs) But I did myself. I wore turquoise and blue and green today. I bought these crazy pants and Lima Peru for six dollars the hippie pants that have all the pockets and they're striped and they're like turquoise blue and emerald green I like them they're really strange though. I mean people don't dress like this normally and not in Ecuador usually even though these are very common all over Peru everybody has these pants and you could buy them here people do make them here they're you know the natives make these pants and sell them to the tourists but um, they're super comfortable and they're really baggy and I think that's why people don't wear them they like to show off their body which it's like super tight clothing is super unhealthy and people just haven't gotten the memo on that one yet but I don't like to always wear the tight jeans it gives me a weird feeling I just don't like it I feel like it sends a signal that shouldn't be sent you know We're not baboons showing our butts to each other in a field, you know what I mean? Like, we should be a bit beyond that, you know, posing and (laughs) prostrating. Is that the right word? I don't know. It's just weird. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear these today. They're more comfortable and, you know, I won't have the mashers looking at my gams, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so I, I can't believe I couldn't find that list from that, that person. And and then in the afternoon, he had this other list that was really insightful, but it's his own personal insights for life. And I'm like, well, okay, that might be helpful and wonderful and everything, but I'm not going to read that on the air. I really wanted to get to the Ascension symptoms because, as you guys know, I tend to go over Ascension symptoms every day, but it's usually my own insights or what other people are telling me directly, or it's basically, um, you know, I'll go listen to five or six or 10 videos and kind of get an overall gist of what's happening. But his list was like super comprehensive. And I thought, well, you know, I could do that too. So God's like, you know what? Just screw it. You already, like spent, too, you already spent too much time, like over an hour looking for something that he might have taken down or maybe YouTube took down. I don't know. It was weird. So I asked God, all right, well, why don't you tell me what us as a collective whole, um, those of us who are sending in aware, what is it that we are going through? Because today, you guys, Holy crap! I was so 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 tired. I mean, I last over a month ago, like a month and a half ago or something. I had I had made well, actually, two months ago, I'd made an appointment for my kid to go see the dentist, and over it was about six weeks ago, I just I wasn't feeling good. And he was just like, dude, I, I think I'm sick. It's over, you know, I'm not going anywhere. And so we didn't go. I barely remember the phone call. They had rescheduled for today and I had no idea. I didn't write it down. I didn't get I don't think I got an email. I just was like, whatever, I I, I don't know what's going on. And I went back to bed and I just totally, totally spaced out. So, 11 o'clock this morning, the um, the secretary for the dentist calls and she says, just want to make sure that you remembered your appointment and are you going to be here? And I was like, what? (laughs) I totally forgot about that. I'm like, so glad you called. So, we went. I took my kid to the dentist and I uh, fell asleep. I put my sunglasses all over my eyes. (laughs) And the whole time he was during his appointment, I don't know if it was 10 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours. I have no idea. I think it was like an hour he was in the other room and I fell asleep completely. Sitting up, I don't even know. I might've even snored. I don't even know. I just know that I dozed off and I just, it was like all I could do to keep my eyes open in the taxi ride there The taxi ride home. I really need coffee. I have no coffee for tomorrow. And I just um, I had no energy just to go get coffee, which was another 10 minute drive from the dentist downtown. But I just, I felt like I couldn't do it. I could not make it. It was just too much. The energy, even right now as I'm talking, I feel the energy flowing. And I feel like we're getting These waves and these pulsating waves of light again and again and again and again and completely bombarding us. I asked my higher guidance and they told me 99 again today on the Ascension Symptom Scale. So what's weird about this is when I look at the uh, disclosure.it website for Schumann Resonance, this is what they say. Little to report today, we had four hours of very light activity from 9 to 13 UTC, with this maximum peak reaching 15 hertz a few minutes after 9 UTC. 15? I mean, the way I feel, I feel like it should be 150. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Are you guys, like, super tired I I was telepathing with my twin flame today. As soon as I got home, like the minute I got home from that appointment, we went there and came back and that was it. And the minute I got home, I mean, I, I bought some stuff at the store next door and then came up the stairs, but I literally just fell face first onto my bed and I didn't move for like 30 minutes. I couldn't even move. I was so overwhelmed by the energy that I was being bombarded with. (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. And I mean, is it, is it just that suddenly I'm so out of shape? I can't handle an hour anywhere outside of my home anymore. Is it just that, I mean, this is so strange. Like when I was in Quito, even a thousand feet more above sea level, I was still able to walk around, and I was—I had energy. And, and I'm like, what is wrong with me today? And I realized it's just got to be ascension symptoms. There's no way it's not. I mean, the last two days, I've been overloading my body with food. I was so hungry, like ravenous, like I'm going to die if I don't eat just a, a ton of food. And I'm not normally like that. I barely eat. I, I eat like one meal a day and a couple little, you know, like I'll have a piece of bread or something. Like I hardly ever eat. And I always have tons and tons and tons of energy. And all of a sudden for two days, I mean, I ordered food from two days ago. I had pasta with chicken and oh, marvelous huge amount of red sauce um, chicken parmesan and I had the garlic knots with it and it was like incredible and last night it was full on um, Indian food like buttered chicken and naan and we ordered extra naan I didn't eat rice with it I didn't want rice but I was full and gulab jamun, oh my god ugh, that's so excellent but um, that was it those are like my two meals. Those are like my death row meals. I don't know which one I'd pick. <laughs> I don't know. If if I was on death row, what would, would my meal be? I don't know. It's a toss-up. Maybe it would be Italian, though. Chicken Parmesan. <laughs> but the gulab jammin, I don't know. It's just it's, it's a toss-up. But maybe I could have both, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's so insane. Like, Today, I didn't even want to eat. I had a croissant and oh, I'm still full. That's it. Just one croissant <laughs> and my hot jello tea, and that's it. I had coffee. I could barely finish my normal allotment of coffee. I, I was just like, I couldn't. My body's just like, no, no, not today. <laughs> so crazy so I don't know Um, I want to give you guys let's go over the lesson 20 in A Course in Miracles lesson 20 is I am determined to see I am determined to see that's it (laughs) that's literally all it is Uh, you have to go actually do the lesson and see what it's about but basically the idea is if you're determined to see what you're not projecting out there but what's actually there see things for how they are not for how your mind creates falsities and and it's almost like your, your mind is creating a malleable plastic world shaping it and molding it in your own image of what you believe it should be and that's not always what reality is I've noticed um, in my life I've done that quite a bit Like there, there's been so many times in which I thought a situation was one way for sure it's this way And then to find out it's not like that at all. Usually it's surrounding romance or relationships or even friendships where I love the other person so much and I just feel like I want so badly to always have that person in my life, whether it's a friend or, you know, even family members that I grew close to for a time or people I had crushes on or people I was actually in a relationship with. And then one day for them just to say it's too bad we're not all that close or I wish we were closer and it's like what I feel super close to you like I don't understand <laughs> and I think that maybe they're malleable you know their role is malleable too but in the opposite direction and it's happened to me a lot and I think it's just that I'm noticing that Everybody creates a world and reality that they want. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about my my relationship with my husband and when it started just so rapidly break down out of nowhere, how it just came out of nowhere. Like, we were holding hands and watching TV and so in love and kissing, like, smooching at every moment like we just met last week, even after 11 years. It was a perfect It was, for me, at least from my perspective, it was a perfect relationship. So romantic. So much understanding. We could sit for long silences and not say a word, and we knew what the other one was thinking. Well, at least that's what I thought, apparently. It's not how it was for him at all. I mean, when he broke up with me, it was just a shock. I was like, wow, I'm so in love with you. And I felt like he didn't even know me at all. He didn't even love me at all. And, But I mean, I did hop a timeline and the guy I remember did love me. And then I told you guys about that in one of my timeline episodes. (laughs) I hopped a timeline to a guy who just had brain cancer and was very mean and very cruel and had no connection to me whatsoever. He was a narcissist, the the second dude, (laughs) not the guy that I married. The guy I married was a wonderful person. So I don't know what happened. The whole thing, it still freaks me out. But um, at the end of it, he was just like, I don't feel any... I don't love you anymore. I don't know. Yeah, he kind of hinted that he never did. And he's like, I don't love you, and I don't really have a connection to and I don't really know who you are anymore type of thing and and I just was like wow and and he says I've been unhappy for years and years and years with you I'm like that's weird because like two months ago we were holding hands and kissing like we just met and he's like I don't remember that he's like I don't remember a single meal you ever made for me and I'm like what <laughs> so weird I mean, what about every year on our anniversary, how I spent three days making Greek food to recreate the first meal we ever ate together. I literally learned how to make Greek food because that was the first meal we had. He's like, you've never done that for me. I'm like, not only have I done that for you, I have pictures to prove it. And I showed him pictures. And he's like, I don't remember that. Like, what about all the times that your relatives came up and I made a lasagna? And again, it was like three days' worth of all the ingredients for marinating, and each layer had a distinct separate flavor. You know, like, it's like I've, like, busted my balls for so many massive, like, meals, and especially when they were important for anniversaries and um... for—and his perception was that I never cooked, ever. And then when I asked my kids about it, (laughs) their perspective is that we only ever— Made um, uh, TV dinners like every night with the TV dinners they couldn't, they couldn't believe that's all we made we didn't care enough about them to make food from scratch and I'm like I literally fed you guys TV dinners one night to show you that that's how I grew up eating TV dinners all the time but I never ever ever did this more than one time and their perspective is that we did every single night. I'm like, what about all the times I made you guys turkey burgers or Panamanian food? Or and they're like, no, I don't remember any of that. I'm like, okay. And so I made Panamanian food for them again, and they were like, you know, which is like um, black beans that are spicy and sweet at the same time. They're so good, and with um, sweet potatoes and a fried egg. And they were like, huh, this is really good. Where where did you learn how to make it? I'm like, I've been making this meal for you your whole life, once a, a week. And then once a week, we made you spaghetti. Oh, yeah, we remember the spaghetti. That's the only time Dad cooked. You never made that. I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Dad and I would make it together, but so weird like I, it's like the perceptions of people are so jumbled up compared to what you believe and think so when you say I am determined to see you, you need to see the real reality not somebody else's version of it or your own like remember the Mikado <laughs> like, if you've ever seen the Mikado play or read the story <laughs> everyone has a completely totally pers- different perce- perception than you I mean, my marriage, I was happy, really, truly content and happy. My mother would call me and she'd say, I am so glad you found the love of your life and you are so happy. I've never, ever heard that level of contentment, peace, and happiness in your voice ever your whole life until now. This is like right before we broke up. I mean, before I knew it was coming. (laughs) and it was true I was absolutely happy but I made my conscious effort decision every day to be happy and to love and apparently every day he made a conscious effort to pick me apart and pick apart the relationship and pick apart all the things that are wrong with it and so for him, it was a big disaster and a big failure. And he didn't want anything to do with um, any of it anymore. Except the kids. He wanted the kids. But then when he died, he didn't leave a will. And we lost our house because of that. So it, it makes me question everything. <laughs> How could one person have one completely, totally different you know, was I wearing rose-colored glasses? Maybe, maybe I was. Maybe I was in love with the idea of being in love. Maybe I don't know. It's freaking weird, isn't it? It's really, really, really weird. <laughs> uh, so, all right, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick break. When I come right back, I'm going to tell you what the ascension symptoms are from From basically the prime creator of the universe, he gave me this list right before I started recording and it's pretty good stuff I mean it's it's gonna be it'll make a lot of sense for you um hopefully hopefully you'll relate to this stuff. All right, guys, I'll be right back. All right, guys, so let's jump right in. Um, I have a list of 12, and some of these are more than one part. So the first Ascension symptom is the extreme exhaustion, extreme need to sleep, where you need the highest quality water available, And a lot of rest. And you might have over the past few days, like I did, feel the need to have a lot more food. And then all of a sudden, absolutely very little need for food. And that's okay. It's normal. I mean, I keep thinking it's because I got snake medicine in the jungle when the anaconda looked me in the eye and it came right at me. I feel like something happened to me then where I just, it's like now I ever since that day I've been I'll like eat normal and then I'll just won't eat for a day or two and then I'll eat normal and then it's like it's like a snake would eat every two or three days or once a week. I don't eat once a week but weird, right? I just I don't, so I always thought that was just, just me it's the snake medicine I got from from the snake that's cool it means I could go for a couple days without eating now. It's <laughs> so weird I don't know but <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like now for everybody, for the whole collective, not just my insane habits or lack thereof, um, that a deep, extreme need to sleep plus a less need for food. I mean, our bodies are going through these massive transformations right now, and it's pretty, pretty intense. You know, we're changing to crystalline form and our DNA is busy doing what it's going to do. It's natural, but this is, you know, our quote unquote junk DNA that was not hooked up is all getting hooked up. And it's all changing each individual cell, but the cells know what to do and it's doing it. And it doesn't mean that we're going to turn into a hunk of crystal or that we're going to be see-through. Not like those glass fish where you see through their bodies and see their internal organs working. It's so freaky. No, that's not going to be what happens to us. So don't panic about that. (laughs) Don't think for a second that's what's going to happen. But um, it's just that our basic structure is changing so that we can attune to a higher frequency of light and energy and that we can live in the fifth dimension fully anchored in. And life's going to be easier overall. So, okay. um, Number two on the list is the nature of our relationships are changing. There's going to be less overall communication verbally out loud and basically with words, less communication with words, but there seems to be a, a deeper understanding is starting to come online, if that makes any sense. Like if you're in a family situation and you're living with people that wake up and argue, <laughs> yay, time for the morning argument again. <laughs> um, that's stopping. That's it's, it's like the argument will happen but the life and the energy and the fire and passion behind the argument that's always existed before, that fire's just kind of gone out. So it's instead of like, you know, why don't you, you never, it's more like, you know, you don't ever really, you know, it's like there's no passion to it. You know, it seems like there's that waning (laughs) of kind of Yeah, normally I would argue today with you about why you're not perfect. But, you know... (sighs) It's like the argument's still there, but it's not as forceful. It's not as heavy. There's like no fire behind the negativity anymore. And people are starting to feel a deeper understanding of one another that, oh maybe they're not perfect because nobody is and maybe they are trying their best. And maybe I'm also not perfect. Maybe I'm hard to live with as well. You know what I mean? Like there's those kinds of energies behind, uh, just the nature of people's relationships, whether it's your neighbor or your romantic partner, your family members, you know, your parents, cousins, whatever, no matter what relationships it is, it's it's like there's more, there's like less communication verbally and more communication on higher levels of understanding. The um, third ascension symptom is that People are going to start, if they haven't already, uh, working out past grudges and old gripes. Um, This this will pass. You know, you got to allow people their space, and people have to understand that they are uh, also, you know, going through ascension too. You got to understand everyone's going through ascension, not just you. It's not like you're living through the Ascension symptoms and nobody else is. You know, it's not like, you know, other people are probably feeling tired too. And and we got to just give everyone space and grace, not just us. But people are going to have like a little bit more anger or, you know, the working out the past grudges and old gripes. Like remember 20 years ago when you didn't do what you said you're going to do. (laughs) Those kind of things or, You know, I I don't like that over the past, you know, 10 years, you haven't done X, Y, and Z. Even though today might be the day you're actually doing X, Y, and Z. And you're making up for the things that you didn't do before. Um, And you're actually consciously aware of stuff now that you weren't aware of in the past. (laughs) You know, like, you know, what if so-and-so was supposed to take the trash out, you know, we'll say Ted. Teddy was supposed to take out the trash every day and he didn't do it for all those years and I had to do all my work plus take out the trash and do his trash for him. But now Teddy starts to take out the trash and I go, hey, Teddy, how come you haven't taken out the trash for the last 10 years? And he's like standing the trash in his hands, getting ready to take it out. And he's like, well, I'm consciously aware of it now and I'm, I'm now I'm starting to take it out every day. You know, this past week I've done it every day. This past week I've actually done the right thing I've been socially and spiritually responsible I've actually been aware and you're like yeah but 10 years ago he didn't do it five years ago he didn't do it last you know last month he didn't do it and he's like but I'm doing it right now you know what I mean so that's what I mean it was like this is like the past grudges and old gripes it's like even if someone is making up for things that they didn't do or things that they did do that were wrong and everything's being made up for now because people's energy and their uh, uh, ability to see things in a much different light, because we have so much more light now. We're able to see things better. (laughs) Um, Even though we're fixing ourselves, the old grudges and gripes and yuck from the people around us are still, it's like still coming out. It's like being purged in the collective right now. So a four on the list is there is increased telepathy and telepathic communication, communication is increasing, which makes sense why we're communicating less with words. Um, we are starting to learn how to telepath. Might be starting like right when you fall asleep at night or when you wake up in the morning or even in your dreams. You might be doing it not aware that you're doing it until all of a sudden one day you go, wait a minute, I've been having a conversation and I'm the only one in the room. And yet the conversation was not with myself. (laughs) Um, We're going to start communicating telepathically with other beings, other life forms, and with each other, with our twin flames, with people, friends, and family, also with people we don't know. Remember the other day I told you guys I did the Kia Shaw and a couple hours later I started having a conversation with a guy named Jeff and I realized I'm connected now to the Star Grid, which was completely crazy. It's like, wow. He's all, hey, this is so trippy, right? This is so wild. I'm all, yeah, I'm all, what's your name? He's all, Jeff. I'm all, nice to meet you, Jeff. I'm Elena, you know. It was like so weird. And I had this conversation with him for like five minutes before I realized... I was actually having a conversation telepathically with somebody who was a stranger, but we were having a pretty good conversation, just normal, but no one is in the room. I was all by myself. (laughs) So um, we're going to also be able to communicate telepathically with animals and, again, our twin flame and that also means if your twin flame is not incarnate in a body that does include you know communicating with your twin who is still in the other realm and and who hasn't been incarnate is in heaven so if you are not an incarnate twin everyone has a twin but not all the twins are here on the planet A lot of times our counterparts are still our divine feminine or our divine masculine counterpart is disincarnate still. They're kind of a guardian angel or an extra spirit guide for us for most, for a lot of us, most of us, actually. I know for a fact, my twin is alive and he's here in a body. I still haven't met him, but boy, when I connect with him and you can only connect with them through your heart if you're feeling frustrated or angry or sad or mad or anything that's really negative or low vibration, it's very hard to telepath. So as you start to clear out all these old grudges and gripes, and and um, everything starts to come online as a deeper understanding of the web of life, we're going to be having more. More communication with our twins and also with your, your, your people, your soul groups, your spirit groups, your um, spiritual team, your higher self, your spirit guide, your holy guardian angel, the archangels. If you communicate with them and prime creator himself, the number one God and then the other gods that he created to create the worlds. You know, those are lesser gods, but I don't mean like the Greek gods. I think a lot of times the Greek gods might have been created by the secondary gods. This, it gets so intense, but or they might have just been spiritual, um, you know, high vibrational spiritual masters or spiritual manifestors. That's a word that's coming through now. It's strange. I never heard that before, but. That's going to mean something to someone out there. One of you guys. Number five on the list is uh, of the Ascension, the new Ascension, uh, current Ascension list. Methods of resistance are still happening in your body. So having the heat flashes. Remember how Master Jareel did talk about that and he said that when you have resistance on a line, that's when the lines start to feel hot because the energy is not flowing through a wire. Same thing with our bodies. Our bodies are electromagnetic. You know, we're not just made up of water. We're also made up of, of um, electricity and magnetism. And you can make your body more magnetic, you know, with your kundalini energy raised. I'm getting a. I get right now. I'm getting a, a visual of how magnetism is created on the planet with the flow of lava. But the magnetosphere is somehow different from that. It's separated out. All right, I just started to feel like the flow of lava and the flow of our Kundalini. It's, it's somehow connected, but at the same time, it's I mean, they're separate processes because everything grows and fixes itself and increases itself at different rates. But I was weird, I just got that intense visual. I know it was directly from God, yeah? I keep doing muscle testing, yes, okay. I don't know what that was about. All right. Um, But our methods of resistance are still happening. Um, Hot flashes. Headaches sometimes can be when you're resisting what you should be taking in. Heartache. Physical, like uh, palpitations or pain. Tinnitus is another method of resistance. It's also a way to increase your vibration. And if you're not... Actively accepting the increase in knowledge and vibration and spiritual information, these methods of resistance will continue to happen. So, when they happen and you want to be open to it, you have to say out loud or to yourself or to God or your higher self or your spirit guide, say, Look, I am willing. I'm willing to accept this energy right now. I'm willing to take it all in and learn from it grow from it I am willing to mature spiritually from it and I find that when I do this within five to ten minutes the methods of resistance are quickly alleviated so the tinnitus goes down a little bit the heat hot flashes the headaches hot head I've been getting a lot of hot head like a fever it feels like a fever like out of nowhere and it lasts for like an hour or something Uh, throat swelling ear swelling sinus swelling a lot of pressure in the head and neck area Um, I think these are all things of uh, these are all methods of resistance methods are (laughs) our subconscious mind is like no we don't want change We know what we know. That's all we want to know. (laughs) We don't need to know anymore. But we kind of do need to learn more and know more. So another thing that, number six on the list, another thing that we are going through Ascension symptoms wise is pain in our bones. Our bones and our joints, but like literally pain all the way down to the bone where we're just, It's really hard, hard to deal with. Uh, Intense pain in the hips. I've had it in my spine and hips, even in my legs. um, Bones that don't normally hurt have hurt and ached. And you know how it feels like when you're getting ready to um, be really sick with the flu, like a really nasty flu, and your whole body just aches, like your muscles are sore like you've been at the gym for hours even if you though you weren't and then you just you have to go to bed and you just feel so so bad like and there's nothing that fixes the pain that's the kind of pain that I'm talking about it's so much that it's deep in your bones this is and sometimes it causes headaches so sometimes headaches are methods of resistance and sometimes the headaches are actual DNA changes directly And so, again, make sure you get plenty of rest, high quality water and follow your body's uh, craving for food or lack thereof. If you feel like you don't want to uh, eat, don't feel like you have to force yourself. But also, if you feel like you're craving like a huge meal, like carbo loading, you might be in for a really big sleep. And you might need to carbo-load in order to get whatever it is that you need. I've been told by my higher guidance, it's okay when... I mean, unless you're having a problem with yeast or like a fungal infection, it's okay when your body just needs like fat and sweets because your body is utilizing all of that at this time. I mean, don't just you know, have five bags of lollipops in a day. But if you feel the need to eat a donut and you haven't had a donut in years, or, you know, if you have, if you are a problem, have a problem with overeating or you're a member of overeaters anonymous, this, this information isn't for you, you know, cause it might be an addiction coming back to clear out. But if you, um, just, Every now and again, I feel the need, like, oh, man, I'm, I feel like I'm going to die if I don't eat, like, three chocolate donuts right now. And then I won't want it for another two or three weeks. Like, I a couple of weeks ago, I had chocolate donuts every day for, like, two or three days. And now I'm like, eh, I don't care. I'm fine. Although now I'm like, chocolate donuts. Donuts. It's like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Ooh, donuts. <laughs> um so if you just feel that you know that intense like I've been feeling the need to have more meat in my diet you know lamb chops um steak and the fattier the better I mean that, that the fat in the meat is making it's like when I eat that I feel immediately better I feel immediate relief wash over me I've noticed At least for me, when I eat vegetables, I just kind of feel empty and tired. It's because I have the adrenal body type. So if I eat meat and vegetables together, I feel a lot better. But if you're vegetarian, you might be craving a specific, you know, you might be craving bread, you might be craving cheese, you might be craving like maybe I need eggs with butter You know, whatever your craving is, you might need extra fat for your brain right now. So make sure that you, within reason, give your body what it needs. I mean, if you're feeling a need for, like, chewing bubblicious bubblegum every single day for the next week, that might not be what you need. You know, try to start with natural sugars, honey, fruit. Um, If you feel the need to have sugar, sugar, brown sugar, has more minerals. You know, raw Sugar, you know, try to try to start with the more the more natural versions of whatever it is you're craving first. So, the uh, seventh thing on the ascension symptoms list is emotionally feeling um, like you're overloaded, you're overwhelmed, complete overwhelm. Also, uh, feelings of anger and frustration as those old grudges and gripes come to pass and pass out of your body and your system entirely. And feeling just a lot of frustration as far as the event. We've been experiencing the event is coming. The event is coming. Oh, next week is the event. Like, no, the the event is not coming. It's not one freaking day and then it's over. You guys, we have been going through this for years. I think since 2012. I think that's when it all activated in most people. I mean, my kundalini has been raised for 20, almost 20 years. But I'm still going through the ascension. Symptoms, it's different, you know, than that. But that was a part of it. Some people haven't raised their kundalini yet. Everybody grows at a different rate. Everything goes as according to plan and everyone's body is different, everyone's level of understanding and spiritual growth are different, you know. Some babies feed themselves super, super quick. Some don't feed themselves for six months after the norm. Some babies walk at seven months, and some babies wait till they're 18 months old to walk. Everything is normal. Everybody has a different pace for everything. You know, some kids want to learn how to read before they're one. They start looking at letters. They're super interested in that. Some kids don't care till they're six or seven to learn. You know, it's, it's everybody has a different rate and a pace. And it doesn't mean that one person's better or smarter than another or more spiritually advanced. So I hope that you guys have let go of all that. I've been feeling that overall in the collective, people have let go of, you know, ooh, are you more spiritually advanced than me? Or... <laughs> Or I feel bad because I'm less spiritually advanced than you, or I'm, you know, or I'm better than you because I know this information and you're not. You know what I mean, like that kind of crap. Because I feel like we all truly hold 100% of the information inside of us. The kingdom of heaven is within you. We've been going through this for a long, long time. The feelings of overwhelm and overload—it's—it's it's bound to take place, especially now when we're super tired. Like we just want to get on with our lives already. Can we just, you know, <sighs> fix it <laughs> and move on? Can't we just fix it and move on? That's I feel like that's the energy of what's going on in the collective. This is what God told me directly, but I, I feel like I feel it in myself. And I've read it in comments from other people, like one person said, "I wanted it to be over so I could just get on with my life already." yeah yeah it's hard. It's hard to like grudge be grudgingly going to work you know like even aluna Ash was mentioning um in one of her transmissions today that uh a lot of people just feel the need that uh, for relationships to break up so that other relationships can come together in the twin flame community as well as throughout all of humanity. People are like questioning, do I really want a relationship? Do I really want the one I've got? A lot of people are going through that. And she said, it's also the same thing in the workforce energy. Like people are begrudgingly going to work, getting angry and frustrated that they have to go to a job that they hate, that they making life for somebody else great while their life is just grudgery. Drudgery, <laughs> not grudgery. It's not a word. It is now drudgery you know like that work of uh, you know the day in and day out cranking out the factory parts or whatever type of energy and I thought that was interesting because what I got from God was that we're feeling overloaded overwhelmed and angry and frustrated with the way that things are right now and even if you are in this moment totally fine if these feelings start to come up just realize it's a part of all of it it's part of the process you know, when you're learning how to walk as a baby, it's frustrating. You're going to be angry when you can't do it. You know, your mind figures it out and your body won't follow yet. You know, um, it's, it's just it's how it happens. It's, things happen, you know, like this. So we wanted to be all over already. <sighs> the overwhelm, the overload. For me, it's, it's like this tiredness. It's like, dude, I want to be able to get my you know what together and just go and buy all of the things I need to have a perfect healthy diet that's super balanced. So I get a super amounts of energy and I can work out in a way that's going to be right for my body, get back into shape, get young, younger and younger again. These, I feel that all this is happening. I feel it's all going to happen. Then I can just get back to my 29 year old self again completely and that I could wake up on time and I could just get to my computer and pound out on my keyboard, my uh, books, my screenplays, my um, the TV show pilot that I want to write for our local television station. In fact, I've been talking to the guy again yesterday about all the people that I've met and all the people he's met and I'm going to meet with him and eventually with his people. He is meeting with the mayor of the city and I'm getting ready to go talk to the second in line to the mayor who might also be very, uh, you know, forthcoming as far as helping the gringos get our television station here. This could be a golden opportunity for a lot of the gringos and it will help the other gringos. But he was saying, well, people here need to know how important English is. And I'm like, Oh my God. I think I need to step in to that part of it a little bit, maybe and say, you know, to the mayor, look, what we're going to do is we're going to have a television station in English and we're going to do our best to get captions in Spanish so that local Ecuadorians can learn English if they want, but also the gringos that are watching the show will have the words in Spanish so that they can learn Spanish. Because you can't just come to a foreign country and say, they need to learn my language. It's like, "Mm, I don't think so. You need to learn this language. I mean, the number one language spoken around the world is Mandarin Chinese. The number two language spoken around the world is Spanish. The number three, third language is English. Followed by French. So, I mean... (laughs) those kinds of feelings of frustration and anger, maybe that's normal, but I don't know. I feel like there's big, massive changes coming, taking place. They're going to be taking place, not only here in Ecuador, but I mean, all over the world. And I mean, I donated money to help the children at the border actually eat. They don't have enough food to keep these people at the border. They have no right to keep them and they're doing it anyway. They're talking, uh, um, I think he's a senator, Joe Kennedy, is talking about actually um, starting the impeachment process of the president of the United States right now. I mean, I feel the massive changes. I mean, a revolution is coming. I can feel it in the air. I feel it. We can almost smell it, right? We can almost taste it and touch it. It's like so close. We need a revolution, not just the spiritual revolution we're going through, but the social change revolution. But a lot of that is outward um, stuff. It's also going to help us to feel anger and frustration. And it's overwhelming, some of the atrocities that's going on in the world. So when you get to the point where those are starting to really affect you, turn off the news. Don't pay attention to it. Just keep focused on everybody going to where they need to be spiritually. <sighs> Donate the money if you've got it. I only donated $15. If I was a billionaire, it would have been 15 million. If I was a millionaire, it would have been $150,000 I would have donated. To help the kids at the border the men are in cages packed so tight that they can't lay down to sleep at nighttime there's toddlers that don't have diapers and they don't have money to buy diapers for the toddlers and um, grade school children taking care of infants that aren't even infants they've ever seen before These are the kinds of things at the border going on. Elizabeth Warren took as much video of it as she could and reported it. I think I mentioned it yesterday on the show. Um, You know, uh, it's so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. If you guys are overwhelmed by it, again, shut off the news. CNN stands for constantly negative news. If you haven't done it already, stop focusing on any of all of it. Send the money if you can. Pay the money if you can. The Sierra Club has been um, taking money and rerouting it to the organizations that are um, called Act Blue, I guess. And they're actually giving the money directly. So sign the petitions, make the phone calls, write the angry letters, and let it go immediately afterwards. Give the money, do what you can. I mean, don't give up your sense of social... Responsibility and civic duty but also don't focus on it and stew in it I got a little bit angry today if you go to my Twitter I wrote some pretty damning angry <laughs> tweets directly to Donald Trump the, at the real Donald Trump I literally <laughs> wrote I just told him he has like no empathy for others and then I wrote to I think to Joe Kennedy like we need to get this guy out of here the United Nations needs to step in and he should be arrested and impeached I felt the same way about W I actually wrote a letter to the United Nations and I actually posted it on my website back in GeoCities world remember when GeoCities was a thing You know, this stuff is overwhelming, and your heart is growing, and your ideas and your spirituality is growing, and you're becoming more empathic. If you're already empathic, it's going to be more so, and so you have to take a step back and realize that you should be determined to see the world that is real. Some of the stuff isn't real. I mean, it's really happening to the people it's happening to. But a lot of times people come here to show a problem. Racism has been in the forefront um, quite a bit in the past few years. Um, It's something that needed to come out to the surface so we can release, relax, and let it go. It's something that we can see as a problem socially and fix it now we'll we'll have the tools soon to fix all of it it's not right that's why I said sign the petitions do what you need to but then stop focusing on it turn back inward focus on your inner God who you are who you truly are focus on your soul work on your telep- telepathy Ki-a-sha. Don't forget your ki-a-sha. You know, you touch your forehead and you say three times, ki-a-sha, ki-a-sha, ki-a-sha. And your third eye starts to pulsate and it's really freaky. hooks you up to the star grid and it puts you in touch with who you truly are from a higher self perspective. Number eight on the list. We are going to, if we haven't already started to, we are going to start to feel very ambiguous towards all of the former religions that we were interested in learning about or were a part of and participated in directly. Instead of feeling anything you know like people who are awakening and we're Christian might not feel a need to participate or they might feel kind of ambiguous towards the judgmentalish attitudes towards other people um, I think that people are becoming a little bit enlightened they're lightening up thank God you know so if you are part of a religion that was very judgmental of gay people or, you know, there are some religions, some particular churches that I don't want to mention their name, but are very anti-black, which is insane. You know, God created black people. Why would you be against black people? God created all the people he created. Why would you be against anybody? <laughs> it's not up to you to judge anybody. It's not up to you to judge even yourself judge not lest you be judged remember that one that old adage but um, any religion that if you're waking and you're up and you're in a religion you might start to feel ambiguous towards that religion I always kind of felt like the Dalai Lama was kind of enlightened and he said something today that was so sexist that I just I was oh huh Now we know. He said that there could never be a female Dalai Lama because she would have to be so pretty that the men would want to pay attention to her. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh my God, I said that. I said it out loud. And right now I see in the future, the immediate future, I just felt some of you That have been in contact with me I felt your anger and you're not even aware while I'm recording this that I said it but I felt it that was weird (laughs) oh god (laughs) so I don't know now I feel ambiguous to Tibetan Buddhism I before kind of liked some of the ideas and philosophy of it but now I feel completely ambiguous to it I read that and I thought huh if you didn't know, now you know, that's it, didn't know, now you know, (laughs) and yeah, now I feel kind of ambiguous, I didn't feel angry, or hatred, or upset, or like, how dare you, and I feel like writing an angry letter, I just felt, huh, well, there's a religion I could cross off my list of ever wanting to get to know now, yeah, I realize its leader is sexist and maybe there's sexist attitudes in it and we're here trying to create a world in which we're all going to be loving each other and not judging each other and equal and, you know, we're going to be attracted to people based on their heart the color that their soul shines whatever we're attracted to that's where we need to be Like, you know, we're not going to be attracted to someone based on their skin color. We're going to be attracted to someone based on the color of their aura. Someone puts out blue. Maybe they're a writer. You're a writer too. So you're going to go and be with the blue people, (laughs) the blue aura people. Someone is a healer and you're a healer too. And that's where you're at today. You'll be attracted to the people that emit a green, an emerald green aura. Cause that's where you are today. you're a sports person you love to play soccer and football <laughs> and you know you want to look for athletic people who like to express their spirituality through their physical body. you're going to go be attracted to people with the red auras today. I have a feeling that's what's going to be it's where it's going. It's, where it's it's where we're headed. I feel it. Number nine on the list, feeling the need to travel like you're super restless, like a, I travel restlessness. Ah, I got to get out of here. Ah, it's time to go see the beach. Time to go see the jungle. Time to go see the mountains. It's time to me, for me to blow this popsicle stand. But that want, I want to go and I need to go and I need to go now. That's how you're gonna feel, but your get up and go has got up and went, <laughs> and you're not gonna have the gumption to go anywhere that will lead to further overwhelm and frustration possibly, or if you want to go and you've got the money to go, but you gotta work, ah, there's the rub, or you got. Time off work and your vacation, but you didn't save enough money. Ah is another one. So God told me there's gonna be a lot of feeling and need to travel. And <clears throat> I've been feeling it too, like so much. Like I wanna go, I wanna go, I wanna go, I wanna go out there, I want to travel, I wanna see the world. I mean, I've been thinking about San Francisco, I've been thinking about Detroit. I've been thinking about France, and Spain, and Italy, and I've been thinking about the coast. Just heading over for a weekend to the beach. i am thinking about the jungle, and today I saw a video on the jungle, and all the beautiful snakes, the pythons are so beautiful. They're so colorful, and the birds. It's so colorful. I mean, again, at the dentist, I wake up from my nap, and there's a snake video. All the snakes of Ecuador apparently and I'm like, why is my life so snaky? It's so weird. <laughs> but now yeah, that feeling of travel restlessness, like you just oh god, you gain overwhelmed with the feelings of wanderlust. You just gotta go. You just gotta go. And that's part of the ascension symptoms number 10 on the list is um, you're going to start to feel ambiguous you know things that are um, going on in the world governments and all the things that god I can't even read my writing here go to it looks like I said, government, you know, world governments and world, um, all the world connections, like all the news and the, you're going to see it and you're going to go, huh? All right. But you're going to feel ambiguous again. You're going to feel zero connection to it. All right. And I see what needs to be done. We could do something about it. Like I said before, sign the petitions, give the money write the letter make the phone call send the email whatever it is that you need to do and then you're over it it's like okay I see it I see it it's uh you know you're just ambiguous when it comes to the stuff in the world looks like I wrote working for the world wonky for world I don't know I write so fast when I'm getting information from spirit and then (laughs) I go back and I'm like, Oh, I need an editor for my own writing. (laughs) Anyway, number 11 on the list is uh, each new pulsating light that comes to us from the sun and the higher cosmos will be bringing us more clarity. And more of the feelings that we can move on now. It's giving us a new hope. So, the new energy coming out now, the new ascension symptoms, is with every pulse or wave, light, packets of information that are being downloaded, with every DNA upgrade, we're feeling more hope, more clarity. More sense of being enlightened. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, the 12 on the list, and this is the final one, is that we are going to start to feel, if we haven't already, the past few days, that we're really missing our relatives and friends, people that went on before us, the people that died, people who died, <clears throat> people that we really loved. And we're going to start to miss not only those people, but also our old lives. I miss living in my grandma's house when I was a kid. in the way that my grandma would make my dinner... My aunt would make my lunch for school when I was really little. My grandpa would make my breakfast, and everybody kind of did their part to make my life so safe and secure and so beautiful. Even down to cutting the individual pieces of the grapefruit my grandpa did for me. And as far as I'm concerned, he and I had a good relationship, and he was a good man. But he was not a good man to other people in the family. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but again, it's, it's like I'm determined to see the actual reality, the actual truth. I'm determined to see. It's, it's the theme for today. <laughs> you know, because other people in the family didn't have a good relationship with him at all. Other people can't wait to get away from him, and other people... I've had to have 20 years, 30 years of therapy because of him. Some of the horrible atrocities he committed. But as far as I was concerned, he just, he made me cinnamon toast and he taught me how to make it. He told me to put the sugar on top of the cinnamon. Otherwise I'm going to grow hair on my chest. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, look at me. And then he would pull his shirt down and show me his chest. And he shaved his chest so he never had hair on his chest. And I'm like, but you don't have hair on your chest. He goes, you see, it works. <laughs> Cinnamon first, sugar later. That's how you make your your toast. In <laughs> other days, he would make me peanut butter and jelly toast, and I loved my moments with him. You know, he was to, at least to me a good person. You know, we're not always good people to every people, all the people in the world. You know, but there's like moments that I miss. You know what I mean? Like uh, there's moments that I miss. I miss petting his turtle Rosie he she was called Rosie because she hung out in the flower bed she came out of nowhere just big tortoise and then there was another another tortoise that came along a different species and I always felt like he couldn't be all bad because he attracted these tortoises to him you know we're all we're not all bad people like even if we do bad things or have done bad things in our past we're not doesn't make us bad people and there's no good and bad there's just is what is you know um, I think I mentioned you guys like I I spent one day of my life when I was in my 20s I wanted to feel what it felt like to be a shoplifter I had never done that in my life thou shalt not steal you know I was terrified And I meditated on it. I said, God, I want to know what it feels like to be a shoplifter. I want to know what's the appeal. What do people feel when they do this? Super curious about different things. And that was one of them. So I prayed about it. And God said, give yourself one day to do it. And after that, don't ever do it again. You're going to know. The initial rush, the excitement of it, and then the the, um, immediate guilt right after and then the guilt that lasted for years and then the karma that came when I got stolen from but I didn't have enough money to buy bathing suits to go on a trip and I I stole from like four or five department stores in one afternoon four or five different bathing suits but I felt guilty so I'd actually buy stuff from each place as well (laughs) so I actually did give them money but not 100% of what I owed I felt guilty, and you know what's funny is when my house was robbed um about a year later, um those bathing suits were stolen. <laughs> I don't even have one of them now, so it was ironic, it was ironic, but I felt what it felt like, and I knew what it felt like, and it was a horrible thing that I did, and i I recognize it now, but I'm not a bad person, and I'm not a thief, and I would never. And even now I don't go out of my way to steal I don't although I have in in um, Peru I did I did take a spoon from a restaurant I liked this little tiny spoon I wanted it so I I left them a $2 more I left them a $2 tip plus $2 for the spoon which only cost 20 cents (laughs) you know so I kind of stole it but I didn't I mean I paid for it I paid for 10 new spoons but, um, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. I just, I literally have no connection to it anymore. It's like, that was me like 30 years ago for one day. That was me. And so it doesn't make me a bad person. I didn't continue. I didn't like start a life of a crime and start robbing people. Now I'm up to banks by now, you know what I mean? Or governments, you know, I'm, I don't, I haven't robbed anybody. Believe you me, if I had started robbing banks, I'd have a nicer, I'd live in a house that I owned versus an apartment that I rent. <laughs> but um, I wanted to know the feeling of that, and I figured it out. You know, it was very interesting. But um, let's see. So we're missing right now, this is the 12th one, I'm still in the 12th one, and the last one for the day, the Ascension Symptoms. We are missing our old lives, pieces and parts, even if it's one day or one afternoon. Maybe we ate peaches on the beach and we missed that one day that happened. You know, so the nostalgia, the feelings of nostalgia, the overwhelming feelings of what could have been, what should have been, what might have been the loves that got away, the friendships that somehow we lost track of, even though in those moments, those friendships were so meaningful and special to us. We think that person is so precious, we're never going to lose touch. And then we did. What the hell happened there? How can we lost touch with that person? It wasn't really meant to be. And now we're all here in the precipice of ascension. You know, but we're missing um, our blissful, blissfully ignorant lives that we used to have back when everything was safe and everything was secure and we did not know any of the spiritual crap (laughs) back when the highlight of our day was fruit roll ups. For my kids, it'd probably be fruit by the foot. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> you know, the one time a month I would buy them Fruit Loops or Cocoa Pebbles, or, you know, the rest of the month it was sorry, we're having oatmeal. <laughs> we're having Cheerios today, or we're having oatmeal. Oh, we want the sugar cereal. Nope, it's not the second Saturday of the month, kids. <laughs> And that was only when they are older, man. I was I was the mom that would make the pictures of, um, I would make them whole pictures of Kool-Aid and not put the sugar in. And they'd be like, we don't really like Kool-Aid. I'm like, that's okay. And then we would go to other people's houses or we would sometimes go to church. Um, there's one church. It was like a non-denominational church. It was it's founded by somebody who studied self-realization fellowship. we went like two or three times a year, like hardly ever. And and my kids would be offered Kool-Aid. They'd go, no, we don't really like it. It's too sour for us. (laughs) And then I'll never forget the one day my oldest came home from a birthday party. And she was like, "Uh, mom, I have a bone to pick with you because I just tasted Kool-Aid for the first time the way it's supposed to be made with sugar and you have not been reading the recipe right you have been tricking us you haven't been doing it right and I'm like sorry (laughs) I didn't want to give you guys all that sugar it's too much in the recipe (laughs) I mean sometimes you guys I would put stevia in it and it tasted okay, but my kids were like, ew, we hate this stuff. <laughs> and then they started actually getting it with the real sugar. They're like, oh, man, you tricked us. Like, for years, you tricked us. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I was just trying to make you guys healthy. <laughs> you know, but I have, like, moments like that, you know, that were hilarious and, oh, yeah, okay, I got caught. I tried to make you guys healthy. But um yeah it's just the, the what could have been what should've been nostalgia. Are you guys feeling nostalgic? My um my ex used to call that being romantic for the past You know, feeling like you're kinda kinda wanting a little more little more of that, you know. Back in the days of swing and big bands, way before I was born, 20 years before I was born, sometimes I wish I could go back in time and just go to an old club and just dance. You know, so like those kind of feelings of nostalgia, like the other day I played Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. I played a lot of his songs, actually. I love old jazz. I like a lot. of. In fact, today, today I got a a message from the band that played Fish Heads, the punk rock song Fish Heads, Roly Poly Fish Heads. Eat them up. Yum. (laughs) I actually, they, they followed me on Twitter and wrote me directly. And so I had a conversation a little bit today with them and they have they, for the new Dr. Demento there's a brand new album out Dr. Demento is covered in punk <laughs> it's so gross but it's a punk rock album and they did a video a brand new video for Fish Heads there's a little song that just really doesn't mean much at all it was written on a napkin in a Chinese restaurant one afternoon <laughs> and it's gained this crazy following. People love this song, and it's just one of those things that's always been a part of my life since I've been an adult almost. My girlfriend, um, Jenny introduced me to that song and then I saw a video on it the next day after she told me about it. I was like, I couldn't believe it, I couldn't believe it. Three in the morning, here comes this video of fish heads. But there's a brand new video, and it's out. It's on the Dr. Demento channel on YouTube. I cannot believe it. Anyway, but yeah, there's nostalgia, weird, weird crap like that. Like just, you know, maybe you're missing an old pair of shoes or a dog or cat that you used to have. You, you miss your best friend that used to give you the best hugs in college. No matter what your day was going, I had I had a couple friends like that. They hugged me so great. And I miss those people, and I don't even know where they are now. A lot of my friends from college I only knew, like my friend Ricky from Peru, from Lima. I spent a year and a half in Lima looking for him. I can't remember his last name. Oh, my God, it's impossible to find someone without a last name. <laughs> I miss Ricky so much. He was one of my best friends, and and um, he was literally the best his name was Ricky and he reminded me of Ricky Ricardo he was handsome and he just I don't know I know he's in Lima but I can't find him city of 10 million people I don't know if there's that many people it just felt like it though anyway I hope that uh, these ascension symptoms um, I hope it's cleared up some information for you if you've been going through this these things are you like what is wrong with me? (laughs) I have to go to the doctor. Maybe I need to go see a psychiatrist this week. Hopefully this cleared it up and you feel like maybe you don't have to go. Unless you're having a serious issue, then go. But maybe you're feeling like, oh, oh, well, good. It's just ascension symptoms. (laughs) Different stuff, you know, for different days, but same old, same old in some ways. You know, Anyway, I love each and every one of you, and now it's all I got. All I got to say about that. We're almost at the end, so I'm signing off with peace and joy, and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace.